used to work. You know, a lot of the things that Brother Jim spoke on, as far as the brevity of life, these are things that we're going to be discussing today, and I pray that you will hear the Word of God. I'd like for you to turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew in chapter 24, Matthew in 24. While you're turning there, we'd like to welcome our radio audience. This is Brother John Lybrook, pastor of the Emmanuel Mystery Baptist Church in Old Town. That's just a side of Grant County, out of Carter County. You can get to us by taking Route 1 or Route 7. We do have a sign on either end of Laurel Road. We're thankful that you've also taken time to tune in to WGOH to hear a portion of God's Word. And I'm thankful to hear from time to time of those out in Radio Land who listen to the broadcast and have for years. We thank the Lord for that. We pray the Lord will continue to bless. We pray that your name... Uh, will be remembered in heaven one day for all the goodness and greatness that is being portrayed upon uh, others around you and this church family. When you speak of that, uh, today we think about how many years, I reckon ever since the beginning in 63 or something like that, this church has had a radio broadcast and we're thankful for that and we pray that it will continue on uh, for many, many years to come. In Matthew 24, and beginning at verse 36, I want to bring a message today simply entitled, Are You Ready for His Coming? Matthew 24 and 36, the Bible says, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch. Watch therefore. For you know not what hour the Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow before your throne today, we do so with thankful heart. As we open up this first Lord's Day of this new year, Lord, I pray that you will be with us. Lord, that your Spirit would have free reign in this house that ears and hearts may be touched, 
Lives may be changed forever. Lord, I'm praying that every individual in this house will be ready for thy coming. For today is the day of salvation. As your scripture saith, there is no promise of tomorrow. And as you had Job to write in the writings of long ago, our days are numbered. And not a one of us know what number our days shall be. But Lord, I pray that as you give us ample warning in thy, in thy word, that you would guide the heart of that one who's here and lost and undone to be ready to be saved by your amazing grace. We'll not forget to give you all the praise and honor and glory. For it's in Jesus Christ's name, his sake that I pray. Amen. Are you ready for his coming? Our text is taken from verse 44, where the Bible states, Therefore, as we think about the words of Christ, this is his ample warning to each and every one that's gathered here today. This is a word of advice. He says, Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. This, my friend, is of the utmost importance at this very moment. This, the first Lord's Day of 2024, could be the last invitation you'll hear from this pastor to come to the Savior of salvation. Or if the Lord tarries His coming altogether in this year, no doubt in days to come we will be thinking that surely He is soon to return. But the Bible says that nobody knows, nobody but the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know in the book of Mark, there's also reference found in chapter 13 to this thought. The Bible states this in verse 32, if you'll turn there with me. Mark in chapter 13 and verse 32. The same reading, of course, of what we've already read, but I want you to know there's something else here that I want you to dig from. The Bible says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, and watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as, as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. 
This scripture reveals the urgency of the hour in which you exist at this very moment. Today, the beginning days of 2024, I declare unto you the need of this very and this very important time. You know, just a second ago, it was already too late. Think about it. Once that second is gone, it's gone forever. Could it have been, as many have found out over the last 24 hours, that at a sudden stroke of time, your time as it is today shall be forever changed? Whether it is good or whether it is for the bad, it's all to be determined as we said in this house of God this morning. I think about Brother Sukharov's wife. And I think about many others who have at a sudden time, in a moment of time, have lost all capacity to do or to think or to will. We see this many times in our lives and down through the lives of many people. Time has completely stopped for them. And do you realize that the moment ahead is the greatest moment that you have and today? For tomorrow is already gone. The second that you just spent is already gone from you forever. It's what happens right now that matters and that will make a difference in your life. First of all, tonight I want, or today I want you to notice the hint of His coming. Jesus Christ gives us different hints of His soon appearing. He gives us ample warnings of when He shall come again. And our text tells us very plainly in Matthew 24 and beginning at verse 36, the Bible says, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels in heaven, but my Father only. Jesus Christ spoke in the book of Mark and He stated that not even He knows when that hour is going to come. Folks, I want you to know something. That ought to tell us the importance of of what goes on right now in the day in which we now live. But the Bible says, and here's a hint to when He's going to come again. This is for you that are here. This is for all of us actually. I mean today as I think about when I stand before the beam of seat of Christ, I want to be standing there knowing that I've done everything that I could for the glory of God. I know there's times in my life where I've not done so. I know there's times in my life when I've not acted as I should have. Those are all things that are going to haunt me one day. Not for hell's sake, but for the sake of not having all I could have to lay at the feet of Jesus. Amen. When that day comes, I want to stand there 
And I want to have all that I can to be able to lay at the feet of Jesus because He is deserving of all my praise and honor and glory. But as I look at this text of Scripture here, I believe this is also speaking to those that are undone today. For those that are not saved by God's amazing grace. For you who are not ready for that soon appearing which shall be maybe on the horizon of the next day. Who knows where the sun set tonight. Who knows when that time will be. For the Bible states this, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. What were the days of Noah like? People were living. People were dying. People were, people were celebrating. People were doing everything. Yes, just like we do today. The Bible says, For as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. What do we see today in the world? Brother Jim said it very well this morning and I've got it written in my message here somewhere that listen, people are living like tomorrow is always going to be there. Folks, I want you to know something. One day tomorrow is not going to come for many in this old world this very moment. There may be those that are here today who knows when the, the number of your days shall be called and tomorrow will be no more for you. Who knows but when that day might come for somebody in this auditorium this very moment. What we see here in Matthew 24 is exactly what we see going on in the world today. No one is expecting this great coming of the Lord. No one is looking no one is watching. No one is making preparations for this event which is set to catch many millions or billions unprepared and unsaved. You know, back in Genesis, in chapter 6, as I go back here for just a moment, and I want you to think about what is said beginning at verse 5 of Genesis chapter 6. And I want you to think about the world in which we live today. Think about all the things that go on. Think about the senseless killings. The senseless uh, uh, brutality that goes on with mankind today. Go back to Genesis 6 with me. And verse 5 and the Bible says, And God saw the wickedness of man was great up in the earth. And that every imagination of his thoughts of his heart was only evil continually folks I believe today there is a sect in society of humanity that thrives on doing the worst that they can do that thrives on committing the most sins that they can commit that thrives in thinking of what evil they can get into in the next hour or so listen I believe that's where we're at today the Bible says, And then it repented the Lord that He had made man on the earth, and it grieved Him at His heart. It vexed Him, in other words, uh, uh, is what uh, the Hebrew word says. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, 
For repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Folks, you know who's going to find grace in the eyes of the Lord today? It'll be the redeemed. It'll be those who have trusted the Lord as their Savior. It'll be those who have been bought back from the cesspools of sin. That's the ones who find grace in the eyes of the Lord today. And you know who they are going to be? They are going to be the redeemed, the spared of the Lord. They'll be those who will not see the wrath of Almighty God. The Bible speaks about the fact that the earth was corrupt. Folks, that's what we see in the world today. The earth is so corrupt. The earth is so filled with sin and debauchery. There's nothing that is unrestrained in man today. We have all the laws that man could ever wish for. And yet not a one of them keeps man from being what he normally is, totally depraved and capable of anything. That's what we see today. We witness in this old world today some of the most hideous and, per and perilous times and totally depraved acts known to man being perpetrated upon one another. And the alarming thought comes to my mind that we haven't seen the worst of mankind's sins and his sinful acts of his totally depraved mind. People live as if tomorrow will always be there. As if no account of lives will ever be given. But what does God's word say? The Bible says in verse 38 and 39 of our text. For as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. In verse 27 and verse 28 the Bible says, For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Folks, I go back and I want you to know something. There's an awful time coming upon this earth, mankind. The Bible states in Revelation 20, a time that's going to definitely come to those who were not ready, to those who were not prepared. The Bible gives us ample warnings this very moment of what shall come when death is past and you've gone to your long home that Ecclesiastes 12 and 5 speaks of. Every one of us have a long home. We're all going to go to spend, or, or and I use that word spend very lightly here because you can never spend eternity. Eternity is, is, is non-ending. The Bible states in Revelation 20, verse 11, And I saw a great white throne, 
And him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. And there was found no place for them. Stop for just a moment. I want you to consider this with me now. God's word is preparing you for the future events. And if you continue to refuse the Lord Jesus Christ and his salvation, this is what you can look forward to. Today, there are many times when you may elude the preacher. You may elude the word of God being spoken by getting up and walking out. But you know this, that God's word is true and it will stand in a day coming. The Bible states this, as the heavens and the earth flee away, it's just you and God. No longer can you escape You've never escaped the all-seeing eye of God, but you've escaped mankind down here. The times when the preacher knocked upon the door. The times when your mother or your father or your grandparents told you about Jesus. There they opened up a way for you to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. There the word was explained to you, but yet you willingly walked away from it. You didn't want anything to do with it, but guess what? There's coming a day and hour in which all the heavens and the earth flee away, and it's just you and God. It's you and your Creator. No place to run and nowhere to hide. And as Brother Jim said this morning, all of our works will be revealed. Man will pay the price one day for running away from God and His holiness. It's just like our first point says. As Jesus Christ, as He speaks these words Himself, he says, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. Man will be living for himself. He'll be rejoicing in his own, in his own things. He'll not worry about others. And listen, the Bible states that even the natural affection of humanity is going to be gone. Where are we at today? There is no natural affection. There is no common sense of humanity. It is, is, it is as if everyone loathes the other. And that's what we see today. The warning is, watch. Be prepared. Notice the second warning that, that's given. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you don't know the Lord your Savior. I want you to stop what you're doing. I don't want you piddling around. I don't want you drawing and playing cartoons or anything. I want you to listen to what I've got to say. 
There's going to be many left behind one day. Can you just imagine as Noah and his family had got on the ark, they had, they had friends on the other side. They had acquaintances on the other side. There were those that worked with them as far as, as, as getting the lumber prepared. And, and there were those that were, that were uh, uh, making the pitch and making everything ready. Where they would go into the streets and maybe they would buy bread and food and, and raiment and whatever it was that they needed as they went on the ark. And then the Bible states... That in a moment's time, they were taken without notice. Do you that are saved here today realize what that means? As you look at your families, as you look at your loved ones, as you look at those that you're acquainted with, do you realize that there's coming a day when we shall be saved and others shall be doomed? Just like it was in the days of the flood. You say, preacher, I just don't believe it's going to be that way. You watch yourself. You understand that God's Word is warning you today that it's going to be just like He said. God's word will not return unto him void. Every jot and every tittle will come to pass. There's not nothing in the word of God that is not true and that will not stand in the day of judgment. Yes, you see this old book here today? You see this old word of God that we hold here and we cherish? Even this book will be at the judgment. For found within the pages of this book is the way of hope. Found in the Word of God today is ample warning to flee from the wrath to come. Will your house be broken up? Will those you love and cherish be caught up in the rapture and you be left all alone here to try to defend yourself? Notice the warning of being left behind. In 1 Thessalonians, I want to go back here for just a moment. And I want to begin reading here about verse 13 because this is to the redeemed. This is the hope that the redeemed have today. He says, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. Or in other words, those that have died. That you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. You know how fast this is going to happen? The Bible says it's in a twinkling of an eye. 
To you that are here and lost, do you not understand the reason why I say it's going to catch you unawares? Because the twinkling of an eye is one third of one second. That's how fast this change, this re redemption catching away is going to take place. The Bible says in verse 17, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in there, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. As I look at this, that's to the redeemed. To we that are saved by God's grace this morning. We look and Brother Jim spoke of his mother. And listen, there are many others in this congregation's past that have died and gone on to be the Lord. Listen, those bodies are resting. Those bodies are in the grave out here. But one day, those bodies are going to be changed in a twinkling, in a twinkling of an eye. First Corinthians 15 speaks of it. It's going to be reunited with that soul that's already in heaven. Then we which are alive and remain, if it was to happen today and we are alive, at that very, at that very stroke of time, after that is done, we're going to be caught up to be together with them. Oh, what a day that will be for the redeemed. But let me ask you something. What if you're left behind? What if you're left on this side of eternity? And you that have been in church all of your lives are going to realize what I'm saying is true. You're going to realize that being left behind is not going to be a good thing. Because being left behind means all the saints of God are gone. And the restrainer himself is gone, the Holy Spirit of God. And when he who now letteth, in other words, he who is now restraining the devil and holding back sin, to, uh, listen, it ain't to its fullest yet. But when he is gone, and the devil, and he pours out his own wrath as well, because he knows his days are limited. What an awful time that will be to realize that you had heard the way of hope and now you're all alone to face the devil and his crowd. You say, preacher, I just don't believe all that stuff. I believe it's a lot of hocus pocus. Listen, you won't believe it one moment past, past the, the, the rapture of the saints of God and the calling away of the Holy Spirit. You'll know that I'm right. Chapter 5 and verse 1 of the book of 1 Thessalonians says, But of the times and seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape for ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief ye are the children of light and the children of the day we are not of the night nor of darkness therefore let us not sleep as do others but let us watch and be sober saint of God there's a reason why we're to watch today we have our little ones coming up under us
We have those that we love coming up and around us. Listen, we need to be watching and understanding that very soon the Lord shall come and we need to be ready, but also we want to make sure that we give hope to those that are not yet ready. Give them the gospel. Tell them about Jesus and His finished work at Calvary. How that He bled as He hung on that old cross. How that He died and was taken down and was buried and rose again the third day that we might have life, eternal life, that we might have life more abundantly. Bible states of the, to the redeemed, for God hath not appointed us to wrath, but obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify and one another, even as also you do. Listen today. This was to be the message that I was to bring on our watch night service. But it has turned out to be the message for the first Sunday of this year. And it's a message for all that are in the house of God today, lost and saved alike. There's a message here for you. The first part of 1 Thessalonians 4 uh, speaks a, a word of encouragement to the redeemed, the child of God, the saved. It's the joy of knowing that we are saved from wrath and surely it will be a time of great wrath upon the earth. Just imagine for just a moment all the saved are taken up. The Holy Spirit of God, the great restrainer is gone. Jude Verse 3 through 16 spells out a time when the wickedness of man is going to be poured out upon this earth. As you go from 17 to verse 23, you see how the fullness of sin is going to be brought to pass. We look at earth now, we look at the days and time now, and we think it cannot get no worse. But folks, I want you to know something it's going to get a whole lot worse than what it is today. Today, you're blessed to be in the house of God. Today, you're blessed, and by God's amazing grace, you're sitting in a house of God where the glorious gospel comes forth, where the truth of salvation is brought forth, where the warning comes forth, flee from the wrath to come. You see, the warning is given for a reason. It's found in verse 36 through 44 of our text. So mankind may be ready. This warning is coming to you who are here and lost today. So that you can be ready. This word of advice from this pastor today is listen to God's voice. Listen to the voice of the Almighty. Listen to Jesus Christ as He says, Watch ye therefore and be ready. Matthew 24, 44 says, Therefore be ye also ready. When? For in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. When is that right now? It's right now, folks. People live today as if He's never going to come. People live today as if He never sees their sin Many are in this very place, reveling in this very hour because 
They made it through another year filling themselves with all kinds of debauchery and unrestrained passions, unrestrained desires to only regret their actions in the morning and maybe for the rest of their lives. God's Word says, come out from among them. Separate yourselves from the devil's crowd. Why? Because they will be sorrow in a day coming. So how is one found ready and watching? Simply put, you must be saved. You see, just knowing about Jesus doesn't do it. Just knowing about what He did does not do it. You've got to trust in that He done it for you. That He came and died on the cross of Calvary for you. That He paid your sin debt. That He placed your transgressions upon His shoulder there at Calvary. The Bible states, one of the, one of the, one of the best that I can come to is John three fifteen and 16. That whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. My friend, this is to you today. This is the way for you to prepare for the things to come. You say, well... What do I what is it that I what is it that I have to do? Well, the Philippian jailer asks a, a question similar to that. When he came to his senses, when he realized that there was more to life than what he was living, he asked Paul and Silas. He said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? I've had preachers to ridicule me for asking that question. Not the way that I brought it out just a moment ago. What am I to do to be saved? What must I do? And I've had preachers say, you don't do nothing. But listen, the Bible says you must believe. There's the beginning of salvation. You've got to believe. Believe what Jesus Christ done on the cross of Calvary. The Bible states in Romans in chapter 10 something I want you to get a hold of. <clears throat> Begin reading at verse 8 with me, please. We'll make sure I've got time for the radio here. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Folks, I want you to stop right now what you're doing and listen to me. The Word is nigh you right now. It's nigh your ears. You've already heard how Jesus came and died, shed His precious blood and was buried and rose again the third day. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, that is the Gospel. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That you must hear. The Bible states in Romans in chapter 1, 
Verse 16, the apostle Paul said he was not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? Because it was the power of God unto salvation to those that what? Believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. The Bible goes on to say that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You want to know how to be ready? Listen to what I say today. Listen to the word of God here today. We have about eight minutes left on the radio broadcast and I want you while we're closing this out to listen to me. The Bible says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Call on him today. Call out today for salvation. Cry to the Savior today. You've heard the glorious word of God and how it pricks your hearts to realize that you are a sinner in need of salvation. You need to call on the Lord today. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe on him in whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they've not all obeyed. You know what? Many will walk out of this house today I pray that you don't. But across this world today, many will walk out of the house of God without ever believing what was said about Jesus Christ coming and dying and paying their sin debt. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? How often has it been that I have asked the same thing? Just before the invitation to come, I've said in my heart thousands of times, Lord, who's going to believe today? Will you believe today that Jesus Christ came and died and paid your sin debt? That's the way to salvation. That's the way to find everlasting peace. Today the world is searching. The world today is agonizing for that next thing that's going to give them joy and peace, but it never comes. They keep grasping. They keep reaching for something else. And every time they reach and they grab something that's going to hurt them. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You know in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, Verse 8 and 9, the Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should believe. How does faith come? As a gift from God through the preaching of the Word of God. 
Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. Are you looking for Him today? Are you looking for His coming? Or will you be left behind? You say, preacher, I just don't think I will be left behind. I'm, I'm young. I have no way to defend myself. You need to watch. You need to be ready. For thou shalt be left behind if you don't know the Lord's your Savior. Who's going to be left behind? Everyone who's of an able mind to know right from wrong and who has never repented of their sin and trusted Jesus as their Savior. Will you be left behind? Unawares until that hour takes hold of you and fear consumes your, you to the core of your being. Why not be spared of this awful wrath to come? Why not flee to the Savior even now? In the day of wrath you will flee to a Savior who will not be there. Many will believe a lie and be damned for all eternity. No family, no friends, no rest from the tortured torments for eternity. The only way to avoid this terrible time which is coming is to come to Jesus this very day. This first Lord's Day of this new year could be the best day of the rest of your life because it might be the day that you trust the Lord as your Savior. Why? For He saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 2. Will you not come to Him today? Will you not find rest for your weary soul? Matthew 11 once again opens up an invitation for you. Verse 28 it says, Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Are you searching today? Jesus here himself spoke this. And he says, I will give you rest. You come to me. I'll make sure. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Sinner friend today. Who knows what to 2024 will bring. Who knows what lies ahead this very moment for you. As we have heard in the last day or so, there have been many happenings that have happened and people were caught not knowing that that was coming. Folks, I want you to know something. Who knows what lies outside the doors of this house? Death may be lurking somewhere in the shadows today or tomorrow, tonight, next week or next month or next year, who knows when it's going to be. But it is coming. Will you be ready? Will you have trusted the Lord as your Savior? Would you have repented of your sins and come to Jesus today? 
Come to Him today. Find rest for your souls. Find the peace of mind that passeth all understanding. Let's all stand, please. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow before Your throne this Lord's day, Father, we do so with very thankful hearts because I know the power that's in Your Word. This book contains life eternal. This book contains the protection of the soul. It holds peace and joy. It has been spoken today without any hypocrisy, without any jest. It is Thy Word, O God. It is the power of salvation. Lord, I pray that this might be the day that salvation comes to this house. That every lost soul that's here this morning will truly come to Thee in saving faith. Lord, bless them with that gift and the ability to come knowing that it takes Your quickening agent, the Holy Spirit, to touch the heart, to bring to life that individual that they have heard for the first time the way of hope and salvation. Lord, bless today. Save souls and save lives. And Father, forgive us our sin in Christ's name. And amen. Have our song leader, our pianist to come.